0: Welcome to the FemiPod. These are conversations about females for everyone to listen to, learn from, and engage with. Brought to you by your Femi founders, Esther Keown and myself, Lydia O'Rourke. Welcome back to the FemiPod. This is episode number 31. We have had a couple of weeks off. We feel refreshed and revitalized and we are excited to be back. Of course, I have my co-founder and best friend with me, Esther. How are you, Esther? I'm doing really good.
1: Thank you, Liz. I am really excited to be back. I feel like I've had a little void in my heart while we haven't had the podcast on. So really happy to be back and excited for the conversations to come. We've got some real good ones coming up for you. So yeah, super pumped. And apart from that, in the two weeks off, I turned dirty 30. So I'm now super mature and feeling really, really good. Uh, So everyone keeps saying that 30s is when you start to know who you really are and like become more confident and I do actually think that that is happening uh, and I think that's in part to play obviously to Femi as well the company so and you of course and everyone that I know uh, so yeah doing really good 10 30 running wise so obviously the listeners probably know that I've been battling with some long COVID stuff and I definitely did have some I'm not sure if anyone has heard of POTS but POTS is a syndrome that's been popping up a little bit after covid and i definitely had some pops like symptoms so when i would sit down my heart rate was pretty good and then when i stand up it would go up by 30 beats or more just literally standing there so yeah a little bit scary but i have managed to sort of get that a little bit more under control i have to have it's pretty gross half a teaspoon of salt and water uh, in the morning and at lunch as well so I just think sodiums really important for me at the moment and there's all these different things that I'm taking and I'm starting to actually yeah feel better I'm still not running nowhere near what I used to run uh, but I'm getting there which is really exciting and I'm really excited for the comeback so yeah life is good at the moment and Byron turns 31 tomorrow so we get to celebrate that as well uh, but how have you been Liz what's been happening Amazing.
0: Uh, That's so good. I think I'm so glad in your first six days of being 30, you are feeling more confident in who you are. So that's an achievement. Uh, That's awesome. And happy birthday. I have been, yeah, good. I think um, the last couple of weeks have been nice to have a bit of time just to be a bit more selfish. I think my partner, James, is away at the moment, so I'm just spending a lot of time by myself and just working and getting back into training. So it's been nice to kind of just have that space and time to myself, although I have been traveling a bit and getting around the country, but it is good to, yeah, just like chill out a little bit and focus on work. And now we're back doing the podcast. I'm excited to be here. Uh, My running has been going good. Like I definitely feel a lot better than I have in a while, which is awesome. And I think I've actually in a mind frame to start setting some goals and signing up for some races, which is cool. Not that I'm like, race fit at all i just think getting back into some racing and getting that racing mindset back is really important for me so um, i think when i think about the last six months i haven't signed up or even thought about signing up to a race i think because obviously i was pretty sick for a long time but also i didn't want to put that expectation on myself to have to get ready for a race and i think subconsciously i was like afraid to sign up to a race because my gut kind of knew that I wasn't going to do it. So I didn't want to let myself down. Um, But now I'm like, I need to sign up to a race because I need that goal to chase and get excited by training again. So at this moment, I want to run the Sunshine Coast Half Marathon in another couple of months. I think it's in August and then go on and run Chicago Marathon in October. So that's my big goal. And what I kind of have always dreamt of doing was Chicago Marathon. And I just think there is no better time than the present. So like, 2022 this is the year to do it and i'm excited to get over over there and run another major marathon so that's the goal but um yeah training is good and it's good to be back here with you so today the conversation starting back with you guys in the pod we wanted to speak about community i think over the last few months we've definitely seen the beautiful community of femi come to life we've been running a personal um competition on our FEMI private Facebook group for our FEMI subscribers uh, called May, which is a cute play on words. And it was all about getting the girls to encourage each other to share their content of their training and how they feel and the progression that they're making in their own journeys. So it's been awesome to see that community come together. And we just, we love the fact that we've built this community that has become a really safe environment for females to connect with one another and be inspired by each other and even educated by each other by learning about how girls are feeling throughout their menstrual cycle like yeah we really love that so we thought today we would touch more on community our own experiences with community obviously in the worlds that we live in we're talking about running communities but this could relate to all types of communities whether it's a sporting community or a, you know a music community or an arts community whatever you you might be involved in um but yeah we wanted to jump into the importance of community and how you can create a really beautiful sustainable community within your own communities <laughs> so <laughs> yes do you want to just chat to me around like why we as human beings like love being part of a community and why we crave it
1: i know it's such a crazy thing and i think about like the bad sides of community and like you know i don't know if you've heard of qanon It's like this hectic conspiracy group over in America and just how many people have joined into this community and they've done some research on it. And the reason that these people are doing it is because they crave being part of something, even if it's something such as QAnon. Uh, So I won't go into detail. I'm sure some of you know what it is and have heard of it. But yeah, I think that kind of puts it into a nutshell, but I think we all crave being included and being part of something bigger than ourselves and community provides connection and I think there's this other stat where the people that live the longest in general are ones that go to happy hour and not because they get drunk it's because they go and see their friends and they socialize and they spend time with their community so I think like those two things like being connected to others and then also being part of something that you're sort of all passionate about and all part of is the reason that we really crave that community and yeah being part of something that's why I like being involved anyway because I think it's just so cool uh, to have a bunch of mates that like doing the same thing as you and then hang out while you're doing it you know.
0: Mm, I think like evolutionary terms like we've social animals we're social creatures we do need to be part of something that's bigger than ourselves I think going back to those days where you know humans would come together and act as tribes to go out and hunt for food and survive and and support one another and look after each other when you get sick like it totally makes sense why we as humans enjoy each other's companies and like like being part of something that's bigger than us so um i find that really fascinating but yeah like you're so right being part of something that just makes you feel whole like being able to connect to other people being able to speak with other people who are like-minded like if you're joining a community most likely other people are joining that community are similar people to you or have similar views on the world being able to meet people who have that kind of same mindset um, and are living a similar life is like, it's such a nice way to find people that you can really resonate with. And so that's why I think I love community, but I think like the mental health side of things is so important as well. Having people that you can go to and speak with is so important. And I think the, the element of bringing, uh, bringing, runners together as you're getting the element of like running like the actual act of running which obviously provides endorphins and makes you feel good and then putting it alongside a community where you get to connect with people and then have conversations about things that you potentially might not talk to anybody else about but you speak with these people in that community about it because you're like-minded and you're like moving together and running together and you're not looking each other in the eye and you're able to open up about things you maybe can't do when you're not running like that is really really special and i think what i found as one of the most beneficial things from my own experience and community is like being able to connect to people and speak about things that i've struggled to talk about at other times and it's so good for our mental health to be able to have conversations and open up about our feelings. And it can be definitely difficult at times, but there's no better place than being vulnerable out on a run and like moving through those conversations. It's super special. So I think that is a huge part of like why people join communities and why communities are brought together so people can connect with each other and have conversations and feel like they're being heard and seen in these environments, which is awesome. Definitely. And I think, the mental health aspect's massive. And I know
1: that for me, I crave that side of running because it does exactly how you explained it, the way it makes you feel after when you've had those like amazing conversations, you've pushed your body and like, you could just go home and be like, ah, like the best feeling ever. There's nothing quite like it. Uh, So totally agree there. And I think, you know, the other thing with community is it's, it's important to find like which one's right for you. And I think, you know, we'll go into it in a little bit more detail about our own experiences, but if you're looking, you know, for a community with running, whether you like that competitive side or whether you don't, finding the right community that sort of epitomizes that is really important because I know it can be really easy to get sucked into trying to compete with other people in certain communities. And if it's a really competitive community, Uh, so, you know, it can be good because it can push you to run better and, and maybe run faster, but it can also do the opposite there as well. So I think, you know, There's two sides to the coin, but let's go into a little bit more detail about our experiences now with community, like the good and bad. Do you want to start?
0: Yeah, so I've been involved in community for a long time. I think my first like serious involvement in a community, a running community, other than at high school, you know, I was in the cross-country squad where we had a beautiful community of girls who really supported each other. When I first moved to Auckland and joined Nike, I was able to join the NRC Auckland Nike Run Club, which was amazing. I think uh, this was it would have been around 2010 or 11, and it was definitely the first. Um, I would say leading it was leading the way for run communities all over the world. Before then, there weren't a lot of run communities other than your competitive athletic environments or clubs that were around and still exist. But there were no really like social run communities and NRC definitely was one of the first in the world to do that. And Auckland was actually one of the first in Nike to do that too. So we were so lucky to be able to have this environment where runners from all walks of life came together every week on a Wednesday night, we met in Britta Martin, Auckland, and we'd go for a run together. And it was just such a beautiful thing to see all of these people who have grown up in different environments, they have different economic backgrounds, they have different ethnicities, like they've all grown up in different spaces, but they've all come together for one reason, and it was to run and to feel connected and to move together. And I think that was definitely my first experience with how amazing a community can be. And both you and I were like involved in that community for many years. I would want to say maybe like six years or something crazy where we ran NRC Auckland every Wednesday and the relationships that we built through those people at NRC were just so awesome. Like, you know, I was building relationships with people who were 20 years older than me, like, or, you know, 10 years younger than me and just, this crazy, amazing group of people just came together and made each other feel better, which is awesome. So I think that was my first experience. And then coming from that over the last like five or so years, this run crew culture has started to pop up all over the world. And the first time my eyes were really open to run crew culture was when I was part of the speed project a few years ago and seeing all these different run crews come together from all around the world who represented, you know, their crew, but they were also representing their cities and their countries. And like, it was just cool to see these different people all come together and do this race and really like go hard in being the ambassador for that community. And that was awesome. I think that really made me excited for the future of, running communities and running crews all around the world but I think over the last few years like diving into communities and understanding like why I'm there asking the question like are the people that are around me in this community the right people for me do we have the same values and in some instances realizing that no we don't and maybe these people aren't right for me like being in an environment that is super competitive and people are there to better themselves and better their running and that's the end of their story, realizing that that isn't actually why I run and definitely has made me step away from some communities in the past and find the right people who do make me feel good and want to be there to support each other. So I've definitely had my ups and downs with communities, but I think it's all part of my journey and it's definitely helping me like take those experiences and help to develop the FEMI community to be a really positive, uplifting community for the future, because I just see some communities where there is maybe a hierarchy or it just doesn't feel like everybody is welcome. And especially running communities, everybody should be welcome to every community. Our goal at every community should be about getting more people to run to feel better about themselves and make other people feel better. And if you're not doing that, then I just don't think that you truly are a community. Maybe you're a service, but you're not a community there to support one another and yeah, everybody who's in a part of a running community should be all on the same pathway and all on the same goal. Therefore, every community should support one another because at the end of the day, we're not there to make money or to get clout. We're there to build people's confidence in themselves through the act of running. So if other communities are doing what you're doing, then everybody should support one another, which is what we want to see amongst Femi as well and other communities around the world so yeah definitely highlights and low lights of community but it's all part of the journey that you've kind of been part of too yes
1: yeah definitely and I think you hit the nail on the head there like we should all be in this together and we're trying to build people up and get more people running I really don't like seeing beef between communities it's like come on like we're all after the same thing here we're trying to get more people into running because of how it makes us feel, like the joy it brings us. There should not be like this competitive vibe between communities. Like if anything, collaboration and working together to build your, both of your communities, that's just going to get more people into running and create a positive vibe. So I think that's so important. And I know we've both seen it and it's just not, not a good place to be. Uh, but yeah, my first experiences with, community were with you with the NRC Auckland and that was like a great experience uh definitely loved that vibe and I think it was a really welcoming group of people uh I then went to Melbourne and that was the first time I'd ever been part of like an elite running group in New Zealand I pretty much trained by myself uh maybe I'd have someone to run with sometimes um but yeah I didn't really have like a group to train with and I think That environment and the actual competitive nature of it was really bad for me. Similar to the way you were speaking, Lids, I overtrained. I got caught up in the competitive nature of it. I was pushing myself in every session. So we were doing three sessions a week, which, looking back now, is not not good and definitely didn't suit me as a person and my ability to recover. And I was smashing myself every run to try and keep up with these awesome runners, and I just was getting worse and worse. And my running turned and I well I'll rephrase it. didn't go as well and I was struggling a lot to race I didn't have a good mindset anymore and yeah my iron levels were dropping there was just all these things happening physiologically as well alongside the enjoyment factor kind of being taken away and this is no no bad blood to that group because that group was super welcoming kind lovely people it just wasn't probably right for me or I needed to take a step back and say what type of training am I actually doing here why am I pushing myself so hard and kind of get over myself and realize that I need to pull back but that can be really hard when you're in a group like that so I think knowing if that's possible for you is really important and if it's not you know you don't have to go and run with that group every time you could go every now and then as well Uh, so I've had moments where it hasn't gone so well and then I've also had some really probably the only experience I've ever had being bullied was part of a community. And it was, yeah, really clicky. I had an experience, yeah, of not really being wanted and it really affected my self-esteem. And I think that type of community, if you notice that it's affecting your self-esteem, then you shouldn't be going. And that for me was a really big eye opener that I never want to be part of a community that doesn't welcome anyone. I think for me personally, when I look at a group, if I've ever been part of a group, whether it's Space Babes or the group in Melbourne, if I see someone standing there who's new and doesn't know anyone, my first instinct is to go straight over to them and talk to them. Because the worst, I know that feeling and we all know that feeling when you don't know anyone. And if people ignore you and you know give you those vibes, it's something you sh- should know that you shouldn't be part of. So, yeah, I've had good and bad. Those are probably more the bad. (laughs) But the good ones are definitely, you know, Bays Babes, the group in Auckland that I've been part of. They're a really positive, supportive group. Uh, Yes, there is a competitive nature to it. And I think, again, I had to take a look at myself and why I was pushing myself so hard. But the group itself is an awesome group. They're all supportive of each other and their running endeavours. So, you know, I've had the good and the bad. And then obviously the Femi group, you know, the one we've started and the girls continue to run in Melbourne, Auckland and Sydney. That group is just awesome. Super chilled, laid back, uncompetitive vibes. And it's just welcoming as well, which is exactly what we wanted it to be. And I'm so proud of all the girls that run it uh, because you guys are leading the way with that community and the way that you welcome everyone coming along. So, yeah, I've had some good ones and some bad ones.
0: I think it's so normal to have that as well. And I think like the clickiness that you're talking about in some of those like more toxic environments is so um, common. And unfortunately, it's common and people just get put into these communities. And then once they're in the community, there's almost like clicky groups within the community, which is really sad. So I think it's really important for communities to stay super true to like their values and, and make sure that everybody in the community feels like they're being heard and seen and there isn't some like hierarchy amongst the group I think that's where communities I guess can turn more toxic when there is a leadership team or the leaders or the founders or whatever you want to call them who don't understand that community is all about the people and not actually about the community itself it's about who's involved in that community you know and everybody in that community should feel like they are part of the decision making and how the community is run, and what's right for the community. And when we talk about community, we're not just talking about in life community as well. We're also talking about like digital communities. So, we obviously have Femi Run communities, which is our weekly run clubs, but also like we have an online community of these girls who interact with one another all the time. And that's also important, you know, that they are feeling like they are heard and seen in that digital environment, that they're contributing to that community in a way and feel like they are part of this team Um, and I think that's really really important to create a really positive environment for the community is that like the founders of that community realize that it's not about them and that it's not about how great they look or how powerful they are it's about the community as a whole and every single person that is involved in that community should be involved in wherever that community wants to go Um, so I think that's really really important and just being there to support one another I think it's very normal for run communities to get into this like clicky ego driven environment because running is a very individual sport at the end of the day and it's all results based and how fast you can run and what numbers you can put on the table or on your striver profile and so a lot of people in running communities do become quite selfish in a way that they are there to better themselves but when you see community members supporting and celebrating one another in a way that is just so powerful. And if we were in an environment where I didn't have a good race, but Esther had a really good race for me to go over and celebrate that good race that Esther had and not just like be a sore loser and pull away from the community. Like that's so powerful. And I, I just love seeing that when, and I think the Bayes babes do it all the time where you see them come together and celebrate each other no matter if you had a good run or a bad run, you're kind of all on that same level where there's just support between each other. I think that's really beautiful. And um, that's what I love to see. And I think that's what some communities are missing is kind of that support for each other. It's more about how good they are as an individual and they use the community as a service to get better, which isn't right.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like it just needs to be supportive and welcoming and think about your own experience when you've gone to something new if you are like a leader of the group or even just being part of the group and when I say leader I mean it may be someone who started it and you know starts the group off every week but you should like I said if you see someone sitting standing there and they it looks like they don't know anyone like take that time to go over and chat to them and make sure that they feel welcome I think you know that goes a huge that goes so much further than, you know, I've seen it before where people just get ignored and then I don't think that they would come back. Like, why would you come back if no one even speaks to you? So, you know, just putting yourself in those people's shoes, you probably, if you're deep in the community, you probably know everyone and turning up is really exciting. And, you know, you've got all your friends there, but, you know, just remembering that everyone's putting themselves out there when they come and it can be really intimidating to go to a run group. We get messages all the time from ladies who want to come but are scared they're not fast enough or they're scared that they won't keep up and they've got all these questions. And I think, you know, the ladies that run in Auckland, no one ever gets left behind. And I know it's probably the same in Melbourne and Sydney. Like you won't get left behind. The people who, you know, are leading the way will look after you. And I think that's such an important part of community to make
0: sure that everyone feels welcome when they turn up. Mm. and then if you take that and actually yes you're so good at that like I think you're so good at including everyone into communities and making people feel like they're included and that they're part of the group and I think it's important to also take that into the digital world because when we think about social media and communities that are built on social platforms feeling like you are being accepted and heard and seen in those environments is really important too and so like you're so good at being everybody's cheerleader when people are posting photos and you getting behind them. I think that's really inspiring and probably something I need to do better. <laughs> but like just showing that you know people are going out, like it's it's the same as a real life community on social and social communities on digital communities. It can be scary to post a photo or to put up you know your thoughts or how you feel, and but to get that support back from the people in the community is such a good feeling and definitely gives you that sense of like you are part of this movement or this community and that you belong there and that you are heard and seen and yeah I think that's really important too so everything you take from your real life interactions as communities take them into those digital communities as well making sure everybody feels like they are um, being accepted into it I think another part of like Um, and sorry, we keep referring to run communities. So if you're part of other communities, try and like spin this into a way that you can make it relevant for your situations. But in running, I see it a lot where in run communities, the fastest runners get rewarded or get like the most hype or they get the most attention from the community. And it's just hard to see because, Running communities shouldn't be about how fast you are. You shouldn't only be accepted if you're running specific times. Everybody should get the same amount of attention. And I think that's really important is to not reward just people for their ability for how they can run. Everybody should be on a level playing field and everybody should be accepted and rewarded for their efforts and their running and their training and their racing. So I think that's definitely where some communities have gone wrong, where they just reward fast people and I'm like... It's not actually about how fast you are. Like everyone's giving the same effort. And just because you can run faster than someone else doesn't mean you're any better than them as a person. So taking that and just like knowing that everybody amongst the community should be involved and accepted and get the attention and support from each other.
1: Definitely. I think that's so true. And, you know, even looking at your experience, Lads, I know in certain communities, you've literally been like the pinup of like who to try to beat. And I think that sucks because they should be focusing on themselves. Like they're, they're making you, their like number one competitor, which is pretty unfair for you. And I think, you know, yeah, they should just be focusing on themselves and their own training. Like, yeah, maybe it's cool to keep up with you one time because you're bloody fast, but like, don't, don't make someone in your team, like your ultimate goal to beat the goal should be focusing on yourself and your improvement and your enjoyment and running. And I just think whenever you tell me that story, I'm like, it's ridiculous. but well, the
0: funniest <laughs> part is that it's boys mostly. Yeah, I know boys that are putting me up to be the goal to be. Oh, I'm I'm going to beat Lydia one day, or I'm going to be faster than Lydia one day. I'm like, cool. You're a dude. <laughs> yeah Um, but also like I don't care if you beat me it doesn't mean anything to me all I care about is how good I can be competitive against myself so uh, that definitely was a good learning curve for me to focus my energy into the right people who actually support me and celebrate me and make me feel good for what I'm doing and I can give them back that same energy as well So when we talk about the Femi community, we've already spoken a lot about like the environment we want to create for Femi and the females um, that are involved in our community. But like, we just want to create a safe space where everybody is felt, heard and seen and welcome to be part of it. And like, this community is not about myself and it's not about Esther and it's not about our coaches and it's not about our Femi Run community leaders like the community is about each and every single one of you who are listening today part of our community on Instagram or our Femi athletes you know it's a part you are all part of this community and we want you all to be feeling like you are involved in the decisions where for where this community goes so I think that is really important for us and something we want to stay true to is like yes we're here to bring the education and the inspiration to all of you but how can you all help us to build this community to allow more females to feel empowered in themselves as well
1: definitely and I think we're seeing that in the communities that exist at the moment like we always talk about how gorgeous the friends that have formed in the Melbourne one and they go on trips together now and like they go out for dinners and it's just such a welcoming awesome vibe and I just think, like, if we can take that, obviously, that's the in-person one, but it should be digital, like right? you've been saying, that's the, the whole way through. But I think, yeah, just like that vibe that's been created and, and this is led by, uh, you know, the FEMI community itself. So, it's all led by you ladies. Like Lydia said, you know, you're all part of this and the way we treat each other and the way we act around each other is going to create that community. And, you know, we really want it to be non-judgmental, welcoming, safe and just an open space. And I think what Femi's also created is like more conversations around important aspects of being a woman such as having a period and how I'm feeling today because I'm about to get my period and I feel like crap and you know I think what it's created is that open space to really talk about topics that used to used to be taboo and that people wouldn't talk about so I think you know the more that we have these conversations and these communities grow the more women that will be touched and affected throughout So, yeah, super proud of the FEMI communities that are out there at the moment. I think keep up the good work because they're really awesome and super welcoming.
0: Mm, We are so proud of this community, of all of you who are involved. And if you do have thoughts and insights into, you know, the FEMI community and what we should be doing and maybe what we shouldn't be doing and how you feel when you interact with the community, like, we would love to hear that stuff because, At the end of the day, our goal is to make you all feel better and and empowered in your bodies. We want every single female who interacts with us to go away feeling like they've learned something about themselves or they've been inspired to go and move or to connect to one another. Like that is our goal. So if you have insights, please let us know. Like we would love to hear them. We want all of your insights and we want all of your learnings in your own experiences and your own environments that you've grown up into help us build this really safe welcoming non-judgmental environment for females so thank you for already being part of our journey we are so appreciative of you joining us on the podcast and We would love to hear more from you. So if you want to hit us up, come to our Instagram page at femi.co or our website, femi.co. You can send us a message through the website and we would love to hear from you. But we have so many more exciting conversations coming up. As per usual, every second week, you will hear an interview with a very special guest and every first week, it will be a conversation between Esther and myself. So stay tuned with us. We will be back next week in your ears and thank you so much for listening.